0: The Irish clearly have a way with words. Let's start today's Travel with Rick Steves with a closer look at the Irish language and how it now plays an important role in the national identity. Dara Hurley grew up on the Dingle Peninsula speaking Irish as his first language. He's our guide to speaking in Irish. Dara,
1: welcome. I'm saying, uh, hi, how are you all today? It's, it's a pleasure to be here, and thank you for having me.
0: I'm thankful you speak English, too.
1: <laughs> Say that again in Gaelic, what you just said. Dara, um,
0: how many people on the planet do you think could understand what you just said?
1: I'd say about a million people, give or take. There are probably about 130,000 people in Ireland who actually speak the Irish language, but there are probably upwards of a million who have a good comprehension of the Irish language. It has gone less um, up to the time of the famine, and after the famine we had a mass um, emigration and mass deaths in the Irish language, where a lot of it died. And in the last 20 to 25 years there's been a huge revival of the Irish language. Now we have great grants in place for people to speak the Irish language.
0: So a million people understand Gaelic now. Is the number going up or going down?
1: The number is going up, Definitely. It's going the right direction. It's a very slow and steady pace, but there are great incentives in place for people to learn the Irish language now. If you're doing your Leaving Certificate, which is the equivalent of your um, your finishing school, you get an extra ten percent on your points through your educational system if you do it through the Irish language. Oh, they
0: favour you if you speak Ir- they favor Irish. They favour you in higher education in, on the island of Ireland. That's correct. Uh, the practical person in me says why bother to learn a language that only a million people speak when you can learn English? What is it that drives a person to speak a language that only a, a I suppose
1: for centuries screen? it's been, you know, it dumbed down the Irish language. We've been told that we can't be Irish, we can't speak the Irish language, whereas now we have a chance to express ourselves. And the Irish language is so close to our hearts and it's an expression of what we stand for as Irish people, yeah. which is why it's such an important part of our history. So it's an assertion of being Irish. Absolutely. Is to speak the language it and really you're is. proud of
0: being Irish and it's just right to have that language.
1: Totally and utterly. And again, because it's not vastly spoken, it's like having our own private language in some respects. <laughs> which now, can be very if, convenient. if a traveller
0: wants to hear Irish spoken, what part of Ireland would you go to?
1: There are a variety of pockets of Ireland and um, they're called Gaithlacht areas and Gaithlacht is the the Irish for an Irish-speaking area. Dingle. So, in
0: English, I would say Gaeltech, a, a Gael. Gaelic-speaking region, literally. Precisely. It's yeah. literally
1: translated and Dingle is one of those areas. Now, are
0: these subsidised by the government so that uh, people are sort of having an easier time economically there if yeah. they live the traditional
1: ways? There are grants given to schools to encourage the Irish language and they're also... Um, grants given to um, local communities in order to have language programs, so on and so forth. A lot of people participate in those.
0: So the central government in Dublin is encouraging this.
1: Absolutely. And it's effective, what they're doing. It's widely encouraged. And again, the Irish language is, unlike um, past centuries, it's now cool again. So this is a natural revival for the Irish language, which is great.
0: Good. That's interesting. Now, it's interesting to me when I go to Ireland that I'm so charmed by the gift of Gab but the gift of Gab, really, in a, in a nicer way to put it, I think, is the art of conversation. Now, help me out on this, uh, Dara, because my theory is when you speak to an Irishman who speaks Gaelic as his first language and is speaking to you in English, he thinks with a template, a linguistic template of Gaelic, and then he's translating it literally and talking to you in English, but he's more interesting and entertaining in his English language because it's got this Gaelic kind of structure Does that make any Mm -hmm. sense
1: to you? I understand what you're saying, um, but I think that the the Irish are just natural born talkers. So Uh, whether they speak Gaelic or uh, English. Precisely. I know people who were born with English and people who were born with Irish and they can tell a story as good as the next fella. (laughs) So it's (laughs) this this love of storytelling? (laughs) I think it's the love of storytelling and and the, the art of storytelling. I mean, storytelling dates back to the very early times in Ireland and we're big into our Irish jokes and our Irish culture and... But well, my sense
0: is you go to a pub and, and it's driven not by a, a screen with a, with a sports event but by people
1: talking to each That's other. That's something I love about Ireland and no disrespect to the U.S. I love it over here and I do a lot of things here but I walk into a bar here and there's 50 flat screen televisions in front of me and everybody's staring at them. <laughs> you walk into a bar in Ireland and more often than not there's no television. There's Irish music and there's interaction and there's a beer in front of you and you know there's a, a great sign in a pub in um, Northern Ireland that says no Wi-Fi, please talk to each other. <laughs> that's a perfect example of what it's an a Irish special. And for. as a
0: traveler, what a great entree into getting into connecting with the locals. Absolutely. Yeah. Is it right that you'd better sit at the bar than at a table if you want to Absolutely. speak to people? Absolutely. You
1: know, he's, that's a practical tip. Isn't you it? sit at the bar. You you walk in. And I'll use Dingle as an example because it's my hometown. But you walk in and there's an old fella sitting at the bar counter, and he's the best guy to talk to because he knows everybody in the room. He knows who's a tourist, where's to go, what the weather is going to be like tomorrow, and even if he doesn't know, he'll lie about it. And it's all part of the entertainment.
0: Entertainment. He's like he's like an entertainment uh,
1: there machine. There's some things money just, can't, just can't buy. You, <laughs> you know. cannot buy that. Everybody else is masterminding. Yeah. You know,
0: when you think about Gaelic, there's I think there's like originally seven Gaelic languages, weren't there? What, what, what's the status seven. of all the well, different Gaelic um, languages?
1: And now, really, I mean, you've the I suppose the prominent um, Gaelics that are there's Irish, which is in Ireland, and there's Scots Gaelic, and they're probably the two most prominent um, survivors. La- survivors. Which With, ones have died? Um, well, within those barriers, you have different dialects, which exist within those, like and ireland we have four different dialects okay so for example in the south of ireland i say which is how are you and the same phrase in northern ireland is so so it's exactly the same language but it's a totally different dialect so there's a variety of different dialects and um, i think the stronger ones are probably munster irish which is the irish which i'm used to and Mm -hmm. there's the northern irish and the scots gaelic and they're probably the Two different Irishes, but three different dialects. Can you understand Scott's Gaelic? Not very well. So it sounds it's like, like a
0: Gaelic a, language, but it's like German and English or pre- something.
1: Precisely. It just sounds like a totally different language. So know? there
0: is a living Scottish Gaelic language today. Yes. Irish, there's Welsh that's still spoken. Yeah. And then Cornish is dead. Britain in the west of France dead. is dead. And there was Gaelic in northwest Spain.
1: And that's uh, dead as well at So, this
0: point. Mm. so really, uh, the healthy languages among the Gaelic languages, Wales and Ireland... Yeah, Scotland even actually, the even I mean,
1: even the Welsh Gaelic is is on a very so run down, thing. you know, yeah. and Scots Gaelic is still quite popular in Scotland. And I think again because it's associated with your with your freedom, or so to speak, you know. Given so our, our latest So, what's another
0: example of how the Irish government is is promoting and safeguarding the Irish language?
1: Well, we have a lot of Irish colleges in Ireland, and as I say, one of the major factors is the fact that they give you ten percent on your end of year, um, right. you know, marks to encourage you to speak the Irish language. There are also a lot of grants given to local communities to speak the Irish language. There's grants for the local radio programs to be in the Irish language. There's grants to the local television programs, again, to televised programs through the Irish language. And I heard that the, the laws in Ireland need to be written first in... First in Gaelic, in Gaelic or Gaelic. first in Irish, and then translated into English. So
0: they're written originally in the Irish and then translated.
1: That's correct, yeah. And... Also, another uh, major thing that they introduced recently, well, in the last ten years, was that all place names in Ireland would have both their place names in the Irish language and in the English language.
0: And the people generally agree with that. They're Absolutely.
1: That? Yeah. So o- overall, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. obviously been a little bit of controversy. Now there's
0: some interesting sounds in Gaelic. I think when you're trying to pick up some some Gaelic, and it's kind of as a tour guide, it must be fun to be teaching people. <laughs> it
1: can be fun. Yeah. There's some basic Irish words which are, are very easy to use. You know, key Irish words for us would be falte, falta, which is welcome. Yeah. And then another big one would be um slanta.
0: And that you say in a bar when you get a beer it's like slanta
1: toast is it's basically a toaster. And if yeah. it's literally translated the word means health. A lot health. of people say "cheers," but the, the reality is Slant "cheers" to. has no actual meaning. Whereas the word slante is to your health.
0: Now, a lot of Irish that speak English they've got a, a little bit of a—you wouldn't say speech impediment—but they <laughs> pronounce things kind of funny because they speak
1: Gaelic first. They do, and they find that um, a lot of people who don't speak Irish as a first language or don't speak Gaelic as a first language, they find it difficult to pronounce the chs. Like the prime minister of our country, the equivalent of our prime minister is called a Tschuch, and at the end of that there's a ch, so it's Tschuch. Whereas a lot of people who don't speak Irish say Shuk.
0: Okay, so you can identify if they've...
1: Absolutely. And, and TH is tough too, isn't it? Yeah, TH is like a tach. Tach. And a tach. And so. then say, he came honig sé. So there's a TH for he came chánig sé.
0: So can you say, like if you say three and a third, what would you say? <laughs>
1: In the Irish language? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you were saying 33, for example, yeah. it would be truch a tree. Truch, a tree. truch a tree. All right. So, thirty-three and a third. Edward,
0: <laughs> Edward, <the Turd. ifi Pay>
1: Edward the third. Edward eh? the Edward the third, right? Yes, exactly. So that yeah. th- the Blim H doesn't exist it. in the English if you speak Irish. This is the problem. That's the deal. Yeah, That's why exactly. you hear the uh,
0: Irish referring yeah. to <laughs> Edward the third. So, the
1: Irish that don't uh, that speak Gaelic first don't pronounce their Hs.
0: <͡cas colonialism> this is Traffle with Rick Steves. We're speaking Irish here with Dara Herlihy. And Dara, a big part of the Irish culture and language is the music. I know you're a musician. Uh, when you go to a pub a lot of times you'll hear Gaelic being sung in the pub, even in a place that's not a Gael tech.
1: Absolutely. And the, the Irish language is definitely, a, there's a huge revival on it in the last couple of years, and particularly the last 20 or so. And to hear Irish songs and to hear people speaking Irish, it's it's like listening to poetry. It's know. like
0: poetry and it connects the past with the present. Yeah,
1: it really does. Even if you don't understand the words of an Irish song, there's something that, that connects with your soul uh, when it comes to the Irish language. There's something far deeper than the words that are being said.
0: You experience that in a pub, especially with a lament. Can we close especially just
1: Especially after a, just, alcohol.
0: A little alcohol and <laughs> a little lament yeah. with a lot of it's Irish It's all part of the mix. <laughs> can we just close with one stanza of some uh, Irish lament so Abs- we can hear a little bit of your beautiful language?
1: Absolutely. There's a, a lovely song called Seamal Aichmaillamar, a political love song written in the 1840s. It's over 21 verses. It's absolutely beautiful. I won't get into the history of it now. I know you're restricted with time, but I'll sing a verse for you. Bim <laughs>
0: So what were the general words of that?
1: If you literally translate that, it's noble, proud, young horseman, warrior unsaddened, of most pleasant content, a swift, moving hand, quick in a fight, slaying the enemy and smiting the strong.
0: Dara, just talking to you reminds me what a joy it is to go to Ireland and of course you can see the castles and the galleries and the museums but if you don't get into a pub and share a beer with a local right there at the bar and speak some Gaelic, you're uh, missing
1: the Irish boat. Uh, so when are we going to see you in Ireland again, Rick?
0: <laughs> Before you can imagine. I'll see you there soon. Dara, thank you so much for
1: joining no us. <laughs> I look forward to it. Slán thank slán you. Sa- Slunter.
0: Rick Steves has spent a third of his adult life in Europe researching and writing guidebooks. Europe Through the Back Door teaches the skills of smart travel. Travel as a political act adds meaning to the journey. And Rick Steves' best-selling country, city, and pocket guidebooks cover every corner of Europe. To learn more, visit the Travel Store at ricksteves.com.